Welcome back, booze. We are here doing episode number five. Welcome, Cinco. everybody. <gasps> Cinco? We're Cinco de yes, Mayo. Yes, perfect. Yes. Wow. Why do we keep doing episode these? Cinco. Oh, perfect. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I swear we're not doing this on purpose. It literally is just coincidence. My name is Cindy. My name is Gabriella. My name is Andrea. And we are... Haunted, Haunted Hermanas. Hermanas. So this episode is called Cinco de Spirits in honor of Cinco de Mayo. We're going to be talking about Mexican hauntings. And we're very excited. Yeah, let's get to it. So this week, Andrea, you have the research topic. Yes. I'm very excited. Me too. What do you have? All right. So first, we're going to talk about Cinco de Mayo to celebrate the Mexican heritage. And drum roll, please. La Llorona. Ooh. Oh. AKA yeah. La Sayona's cousin. <laughs> yeah. You remember Her the primas. primas. Mm -hmm. So first, I want to talk about Cinco de Mayo in the history of it. So Cinco de Mayo is not as popular or widely celebrated in Mexico as it is here in the United States. It's not considered to be Mexico's Independence Day, which is actually on September 16th, and it occurred about 50 years before in 1810. So Cinco de Mayo celebrates the Mexican defeat over the French on the May 5th, 1862, during the Battle of Puebla, in the Franco-Mexican War. The holiday is more celebrated in Puebla for obvious reasons, but it is celebrated throughout the country. So there are parades and festivals and battle recreation, super fun. Um, and according to history.com, in the 60s in America, Chicano activists pursued the holiday in the States as a celebration of Mexican heritage and the holiday took off. AKA tequila sales go up. <laughs> around May. So, a little that was a little history for Cinco de Mayo. Now we're going to go into La Llorona. So, the name itself means the weeping woman. Like most legends, there are many different stories about La Llorona, but the most common tells of a beautiful woman named Maria. Maria was married and had two children. As years passed, her husband grew cold of her, and upon finding out her husband had eyes for another woman, in a fit of rage and revenge, she throws the children in the river, drowning them. After seeing what she has done, she tries to save them. In some stories, she drowns, and in others, she wastes away in grief. Other stories tell of her drowning her children to be with the man she loves and then killing herself when she is rejected. So. At the heavenly gates, she is denied entry for being without her children and she is sent back to wander until she finds them. The story of La Llorona is used as a warning story to children to keep them from wandering out at night or disobeying their parents. It's said that if she finds a child that looks like one of her children she lost, she will take them away to a watery grave. Stories like this exist all over the world and it's similar to the Irish legends of bad fairies that take away children and replace them with their own. She is sometimes seen wandering along the banks of Santa Fe River in her white burial dress, wailing and crying out, where are my children? So I know I've seen many different 
videos and heard different stories of um, kids in Mexico hearing like a woman screaming and screeching, crying out loud, and they immediately run inside because they, they're scared. It's La Llorona. So I was watching Paranormal Caught on Tape. I think I've referred to this show in the past, but there was this like terrifying, um, there was this terrifying recording that someone submitted to the show and it was this, you know, whale coming from like the air, like this town, I think it was somewhere in Mexico, I'm not sure. Um, They're just hearing like this wailing woman. It's like, ah! oh, yeah. like they don't know where the hell it was coming from. It was fucking spooky as shit, but they all thought it was like La Llorona. So what they did is they brought priests out to bless the 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 area and um like no one was going out because Mm -hmm. they were scared and they couldn't figure it out like it wasn't a recording it was just like this crying you know sound coming from like the air like they don't know exactly that's scary um to locate yeah how to locate it and yeah, I'm going to I'm going to look for the video and send it to you guys. It was like the one and only time I've heard like a supposed you know whale of La Llorona and it's terrifying. Yeah. Um so uh, Gabriella and I actually tried to watch the movie La Llorona and we did not finish it. It was so spooky. <laughs> yeah, I won't. Oh. I can't. You know, I can't watch scary movies. We should try. <laughs> we have to. It's part of Sissy Night. I know. This yeah. is the pros and cons of Sissy Night. They always make me watch scary stuff. Yeah, and, like, dude. I'm okay with watching hauntings because, I don't know, it's different. But, like, scary movies, that's, that's on a different level. So, I got screwed, okay? Don't be a sissy, sissy. <laughs> I like what you yeah, did. boo. Cool. So, that was my story of Cinco de Mayo and La Llorona. So, that's interesting. It's not their Independence Day. Nope. It was a battle that was won against the French. Yeah, I mean, it celebrates their independence day. But it's celebrated here in America. Like Alejandro, who's Mexican, doesn't celebrate it, obviously. Like, um, he says his family doesn't celebrate it in Mexico. All right, so it is my turn now. For this episode, I am doing the Campfire Tale. Um, The title of the story that I found on Reddit is called My Terrifying Experiences in Mexico. As a young kid living in a small town in Mexico, I heard many tales and stories about ghosts, spirits, witches, and even the devil. I never believed in that stuff back then. Now that I am older and reflect on some of the things that I experienced, I am positive that evil does exist. When I was young, I lived in the small town of Porvolo. The town is located in the state of Guanajuato. The town has now become more modern with paved roads and cars. But when I lived there, everything was much simpler. The interesting thing about this town is that it's located between tall hills. During the summer, when the vegetation grew its fullest, the hills would turn into dense forests. 
The vegetation was so dense that only the most experienced hunters would go out in groups to try and catch animals. I always wanted to go into the forest with others. I wanted to learn how to shoot and hunt too. I would always bother my older cousin Jose, who was one of the guys who went out regularly and spent days tracking animals and hunting them. Finally, one day, my cousin agreed to take me with him and his friends. I knew most of the other guys and was ecstatic about finally going hunting. There were a total of seven guys going, including myself. Jose told me that I had to listen to him no matter what. He told me that it could get dangerous and he had to take care of me. Me, being super excited, agreed to whatever he said without giving it any thought. We were leaving the next evening. I was so excited that I barely slept that night. The next day, Jose helped me pack all my essentials into a backpack that he had. We headed to the edge of the town where the forest began. Most of the guys were already there waiting. Everyone had their rifles and were fully prepped. The weather was not really cooperating. The sun was nowhere to be found as if it was covered by dense rain clouds. I wasn't really worried though. We all had rain gear on and were ready to go. As the last guy joined us, we all started moving into the forest. As we walked in further, it began to drizzle. The raindrops could be heard hitting the leaves on the shrubs around us. Everyone was quiet. The only other noise that could be heard was the wet ground that we stepped on. We walked for what seemed like an eternity. We followed a path that had been made by others walking through it, but the further we went, the narrower the path got. By this time, four of the guys had caught some animals. A few rabbits and squirrels were their catch. The four guys had turned around and walked back to town. They were happy with their kills and wanted to get out of the rain. This meant that there was only one other guy, my cousin and I. Jose and the other guys were super competitive and didn't want to stop going forward yet, so we continued. The little daylight that could be seen before was now gone. It was pitch dark. Not even the moon could shine through the clouds at this point. The only lights that we had were reflectors, flashlights that we wore on our head, the battery pack that was strapped to the belt around our waist. At this point, I was starting to get a little freaked out. The rain was now coming down harder and the path was very narrow. Jose walked in front of me with his rifle over his shoulder and a machete in his hand. We could use it to cut through any brush that was in the way. Behind me was the other guy. He carried his rifle in his hands and he kept swerving his head left and right while scanning for animals. After a while, the rain slowed down to a drizzle again. Everything became even quieter. It was an eerie silence. There was no wind, no crickets, no birds, nothing. Jose, I called out. I want to go back. Something didn't feel right. It felt like the temperature had dropped. Every time I took a breath, I could see in the beam of my flashlight. We can't go back yet. Someone asked me to bring them back a rabbit, Jose answered. At this point, I understood that they didn't do it for fun. They did it as a job. People from the town would ask them to go hunt them a rabbit or squirrel to make food with. I didn't ask again and kept walking. While walking in complete silence, we heard a noise. It sounded like a twig breaking. Everyone turned towards the noise. Jose put down his machete and grabbed his rifle. The guy behind me did the same. 
We stood there frozen, waiting for an animal to come into the light of our flashlights. I was excited to finally catch something and go home. As we scanned around, we heard other noises. It was not ordinary to hear this in the middle of the forest. We started to hear what sounded like a baby whining and crying. I was surprised to hear it, but wasn't scared. I didn't know what to think. I looked over at my cousin, hoping to get some instructions on what to do. He was frozen in place with his eyes wide. He looked at the other guy. He had the same expression as he stared back. Es una pincha bruja con un niño, wey. The other guy whispered to Jose. He was implying that what we were hearing was a witch and a baby that she had taken. I immediately started to panic. As I looked up at them, I heard the baby's cry change. The high-pitched cry turned into a deeper voice. I can still hear it in my head as clearly as I heard it then. I was paralyzed with fear. I started shivering uncontrollably. I fully expected to see some demonic figure staring back at me. Before I could say anything to Jose, he grabbed me by the waist and put me over his shoulder. The other guy grabbed the machete and started running back through the path. I could tell that they were both just as scared as I was. As I bounced up and down on Jose's shoulder, I looked behind us. I scanned the path for what now sounded like growling that continued to follow us. My cousin kept telling me to close my eyes, but I didn't listen. I kept looking back. Both of the guys were now running as fast as they could, jumping over small logs on the way down. Jose was following behind because of the extra weight that I added. He came up to another log on the path. He did his best to jump over it, but clipped his back foot on it. He tried his hardest to keep his balance as he stumbled. In doing so, I accidentally pulled the cord out of the battery. The flashlight on my head immediately turned off as I looked back. As my eyes adjusted to the darkness, I saw something on the path. I was not able to see the details very well, but I could see what looked like a deformed dog. The skin was pale. This was the only reason why I was able to see it in the dark. I know it wasn't a dog though. There was no fur, only skin. The only other thing I can compare it to is a very skinny, elongated human. Ugh. Jose, I see it, I yelled as I reached down to reconnect my flashlight. Jose didn't say anything. He just kept running. I finally managed to feel around and reconnect the flashlight. The beam of the light flooded the path behind us. As the light hit that thing that was following us, I saw how bony and pale it was. It ran hunched forward, but on two legs. <laughs> there was black hair on the top of its head that covered the face. I didn't know it then, but I now remember seeing that thing having sagging breast, like an old woman. As I continued to look at it, I started to cry because of the fear. I knew that thing was going to catch up to us and kill us. As I cried on Jose's shoulder, I heard a loud gunshot. It was a guy that was with us. He had made it far enough down the path that he was able to turn around and aim at the thing that was chasing us. As the shot rang through the trees, I heard the scream of a woman. I immediately looked back at the path. I saw the thing stop and hunch over in pain. We all looked as it continued to scream. The scream sounded like a combination of pigs wailing and a woman screaming. Jose put me on the ground and grabbed his rifle from his shoulder. He lifted the rifle and aimed at the screaming witch. 
Before he was able to get a shot off, the witch jumped off the trail and into the thick bush. The screaming continued, but it got farther and farther away. Jose immediately grabbed me again as they both ran down the path. I buried my head in my hands in fear of seeing that thing again. After running for what seemed forever, we arrived at the edge of the town. Jose put me down as he struggled to catch his breath. No le digas a nadie. Don't tell anyone, he said. The other guy began walking back towards where he lived. I kept my word to my cousin and did not tell anyone, not even my family. I feel like there is a bond between me and my cousin because of that night. He and the guys continued to go hunting after that. I never asked to go on another trip again. After a month later, I heard a story about some guy from the next town over who almost got killed while hunting. He had separated himself from the group and was lost. The rest of the group started looking for him. He was found passed out on the ground with a bunch of black hair clenched in his fist. He had really deep scratches all over his face and arms. The story goes on that he caught the wounded witch by the hair, but she was able to get away by attacking him. And that is the end of my story called My Terrifying Experiences in Mexico. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, don't know. I would never go into the forest again. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, me? he was like, I never went back. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Right. He's like, smart. I know. But it just sucks because it's people's jobs. But geez, I would be terrified. Um, I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't have even gone in general. First of all, you're in Mexico. You in some jungle. That's why I would never go to any jungle. First of all, you know tarantulas live in those joints. Okay. Right. I can't. Me and bugs? No. Uh, fuck the bugs. This uh, saggy ass titty <laughs> hunchback witch. <laughs> Long titty, no nipple, having ass witch. <laughs> you long legs, skinny, bony, <laughs> saggy ass titty, having witch. <laughs> Oh my god! I can re I just remember that scene in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> What's what? What what's the scene? scene in Hocus Pocus when um Billy Billy, Billy! The, the zombie was in the the cemetery, and he cut his mouth open because it was sewed open, you know, because he's a zombie or whatever, and he was like, he's like witch, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, Bleh. he's like witch, yeah. you old hagging ass bitch or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. he's like, you buff tooth. <laughs> yeah, he did. From hell. I've been waiting forever to say that. He was like, say what you want. Just don't say it Don't breathe face. on me. Yes. <laughs> Aw. Okay, sorry. So I have a question. How old was he? Um, He did not specify his age. He just said when he was young, you know, like a young boy. A youngin. He just went out with it. Yeah, a youngin. He was the yeah. youngest in the group. So I'm assuming he was like... Actually, I can't even know. I've small enough head, to be picked up and run and, for your life. Right in my head, I'm thinking he's like ten. Yeah, that's what I that's assumed. What, if you're, yeah, because being able to be picked up, whatever. Um, so Jesus Christ, what if he was like six though? Oh my god. So what do you think it was? A witch, a witch, bitch. witch, a brouhaha. Oh hell yeah, a brouhaha. A brouhaha. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Where Can I just say one thing? Um. Yeah. 
I appreciate his older cousin because his cousin picked him up over his shoulder with a fucking rifle machete, you know, running through the jungles, being chased by a saggy ass bitch. <laughs> as witch. <clears throat> yes. And I feel like if I was in that situation with Cindy, Cindy <laughs> would have... Cindy would have come... <laughs> <laughs> Cindy pushed my ass in the bush, forgot about me and my existence, and just like, oh, you're on your own, bitch. Probably <laughs> my fight or flight is fucked up. That's why I faint over. <laughs> and I'm only saying this, Andrea. I'm only saying this because... One year when I was I know, like, I know, I and you know exactly what I'm talking yes. about. One year, <laughs> there was a spy. I don't know, was it a spider? I don't know what. <laughs> we we're in the basement, Cindy and I. And we got really freaked out. We got scared of something. No, what it, it was, um, something banged against the basement door, and yeah. so we both like looked at each other and then we ran. But like, you got to the <laughs> stairs first, and I gotta push you. <laughs> Oh my god, I cannot believe I just did that. <laughs> I woke up and I see your ass gone. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I was so scared. <laughs> I always thought that I would like, you know, pick her up and like run. No. No. <laughs> yeah, Girl, you fucking left my ass. My fight or flight is so fucked up, oh dude. Oh my god. My poor sister. Cindy, you I know. evil. Oh. <laughs> Alexa's gonna kill you. I would have oh been dead. Uh, but yes, <laughs> it was That's just why I appreciate door. Something. I'm pretty sure it was just like the recycling bin that you know it was like windy and shit, and like it just smacked against the door. But yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because <laughs> that made me remember the time where Cindy, you were down here in the basement in your room, and you heard a knock on the ba on the patio door. And then you like come screaming upstairs and like you're frantically telling dad that like, someone knocked on the door, someone's downstairs. And then mom comes up laughing through the front door. She's like, oh, it yes! was just me. <laughs> she was the worst to... part is like I had just gotten out the shower and I was like in a towel. And <laughs> yeah, she was like banging on the, the, the door and she thought it was so funny. And I'm like, yeah. mom. She was like, I just wanted you to turn off the water hose. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, but she was gardening. <laughs> Me, can you guys know that for the booze out there, it was nighttime and she was watering the plants. Yeah, who does I, that? Mom. I can't. Only mom. Oh my god. Um. Okay, so, so when I first moved in, into this neighborhood, at night I would hear like wailing in the neighborhood and I thought someone was like getting robbed because it was like, I'm like, oh, God, not only is my house haunted, the fucking neighborhood's haunted. What's happening? <laughs> uh, I found out it's a fox. Oh, my God. Is it a fox mating? I don't know. Dying? No. Mating? I don't know. Okay. I know. I heard um, when foxes, no, when a female fox is in heat, she screams, literally. 
That's how she looks that's, for. Well, that's what that bitch was doing. It literally, it, it sounds terrifying. I heard a video of it and I was like scared because someone else thought yeah. someone was getting murdered. Yes. And then in the comments, it's all like, oh, it's, a, it's a female fox letting her males know that she's ready for it. Yeah, she was like throwing her ass in the circle and like... <laughs> screaming like a banshee woman i'm like what the fuck and then i heard it one time when i was walking lola and she like stopped and looked in like the bushes and she's like what the hell is that i'm like let's go girl we're not gonna find oh, out my lola mm-hmm. yeah that was that was scary i think i've heard them cindy i'm sure night. they're they're everywhere it's here it's terrifying i've never heard it myself but i've only heard it through videos so Okay. You know what's um more terrifying? What? <laughs> oh hell. When I had to pick up Alexa and Nana from Guapos on Cinco de Mayo a couple oh years God. ago. <laughs> remember this story? Yeah. <laughs> it was 2017, I remember. Yes, and I was really late cuz I was taking a nap. So I got there and they had already been drinking. Gabriella's like, you know, tipsy, but not on Alexa's level. Alexa's our older sister, by the way. She was fucked up. It was so packed and she had like tons of tequila shots already. And, and I'm, yeah, I've never I've seen, never her, that seen her like that. That it was, was my first time out with her, too. I was like so pissed. I'm like, what the fuck? I know I got there and I'm like, oh, wow, we need to go. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't even, like, celebrate with you guys. Okay, we're going right now. She was so <laughs> fucked up. Security was like, come on. <laughs> like, you gotta go. Where in Mexico did you go, Andrea? Um, I can't remember where, but Cancun. Can oh, it was in Cancun? Yeah, near there. So, obviously, when I went to Cabo, I had the podcast in mind. And so I did research to locate haunted areas in Cabo, and there isn't many. Oh, that sucks. I know. I was like, what the hell, Cabo? Why aren't you haunted? <laughs> <laughs> so we had to improvise. Like, Chris and I, every time we had an interaction with people in Mexico, we were like, oh, do you have any ghost stories? So I actually got one, and that's how I got the personal story for this episode. Chris and I and his sister went out in um, like the strip in Cabo one night, and we were at like a taco joint and had the best server. He was super nice, and he was from the area. And I asked him if he had any ghost stories. And he's like, yes, I actually, you know, don't mention it often, but I have been a server in Cabo for like many, many years. And I had started working at this one restaurant and I noticed like, like the energy was off. I would find myself like not wanting to go to work, even though everyone I worked with was friendly. The patrons were nice. I made good money, but it just felt off. And I noticed that, you know, I would hurry up and 
get everything clean so I wouldn't be by myself at night. And I just couldn't put my finger on what was wrong. Until I had the first experience of paranormal activity at the restaurant. He was closing one night, like in his first week. And what they do in the end is they put the chairs on top of the tables to sweep the floors. And he was sweeping the floor. And then he heard a chair move. He looked up. He didn't see anything. So he was like, okay, that's weird. Let me go back to sweeping. Then he heard it again. And this time when he looked up, he physically saw the chair like move. So he's like, oh my God, ignored it. And then the chair floated above and dropped. And he's like, oh, hell no. He like oh dropped the dropped the broom and like, you know, was like, hey, I, yeah, my boy, bye. <laughs> like told like the people like, I, I, I gotta go. And he was like, oh my God, what the fuck is happening? So this was like within his first week um, the next couple of weeks, he really didn't experience much, but probably like, you know, like maybe a month in the activity started really, you know, escalating. So he would hear the faucet turn on and off on its own and like hear running water from like the sink. He would hear voices and it was getting too much for him, but he finally like inquired with his coworkers, like, hey, do you guys uh, have any weird activity happen to you? And they're like, yeah, this place is haunted. And he's like, uh, uh, what? So they told him a story that one of the owners of the restaurant was like part of El Chapo's people. You're yes. lying. No. Mm -mm. And what happened, what happened was, I know, I feel, I actually, like, I'm scared to say this, but, um, basically, a, you know, these gang members, uh, rolled up to the restaurant and, um, grabbed him and killed him in the middle of the street. What? Yeah. I was, like, when, like, when he was telling me the story, I was like, okay, that's it. I don't, like, oh my god, that's terrible. Oh Thank God. you so much for telling me your, your ghost story, but also, uh, I'm very scared. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah. So, all this, like, paranormal activity that was going on in the restaurant, he believes it was from that restaurant owner. The restaurant owner. Mm -hmm, oh. That got murdered in the streets from gang members. Holy crap, that poor guy. Oh. I know. That's and he was wild. like, I... Yeah, he was like, I, you know, like, I lasted maybe a total of six weeks, and then, like, I left. I went back to another restaurant. Are you that. kidding? Yeah, no, yeah, I wouldn't want to like, be nah. any part of that restaurant. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, not only is it haunted, you got, like, El Chapo people there? Hell no. Right, no. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> you, nope. No. Yeah. Um, so wild okay so like the curiosity in the true crime person in me wants to know why he was murdered why did they Damn. roll up what did he do wrong that caused that to happen but also i don't want to know because that shit is real life and scares me i mean obviously yeah. paranormal is real life but like i don't know that's a whole nother level it like, is right it is like it's your yeah. gang like affiliated with the gangs that's yes. a whole yeah. other level yeah i don't right. know that freaks me out like it's scary 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm Jesus. very scared. So that's my personal story. That was a good one. Your guys' stories yeah. were really good. I'm proud of our stories. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. I can't get over it, though. Andrea, is that my hoodie? I don't know. Yes, it is. I don't know. I don't Y'all need so. to stop taking my stuff. Yes, Listen, I got that outside this... of the Oreos uh, stadium. Listen, this what is my is fault that? because you have left all your clothes in this house and I is yeah. of shit. All right. Mom was going to throw it away. Okay. I saved it for you. Last you. episode, it was Gabriella wearing my Caps jersey. <laughs> uh, you already you... knew that. Do not play dumb and surprise, Cindy. Mm-hmm. You, right, like, you were right was, there was, with me. No, I was not. I was squinting. I, was like, I told you I was going to take what? something here because it's cold. No, you did it. Actually, <laughs> well, you whatever. Did it. <laughs> it's not like I'm out anywhere else. I'm in your vanity room. Anyway. And it's right there. And it's not like I'm out and about. I'm in my house mm-hmm. where you left mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. Don't be mad because you're annoying. Closer. It's your fault. <laughs> I was uh um I was doing laundry downstairs in the basement and Caprilla <laughs> had a pile of her clothes on the sofa. You found And I'm looking at it and I yep. was like, Oh, it looks like my it looks like my pile. No, wait, those <laughs> are not my underwear. Dad, like half her shit was mine. I'm like, I've been looking uh, for you this. Know, she's such an exaggerator, Fucking... like mom. No, she's not. Uh, I guarantee it. What? No, no. The only time Yes, Dread. Don't fucking Dread. No. Be no. serious. I remember that load of laundry. I had three shirts of hers. <laughs> I like how you remember. I <laughs> know exactly. Yes, yep, I she remember. There, she took the rest of her clothes and she was like, okay. Did she I didn't even wear this. She said, listen, bitch, at least I washed it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not folding it, though. <laughs> it's not supposed to be folded. It's supposed to be hung. <laughs> you would know. Of course okay. I would know. Like, yeah, exactly. No shame. <laughs> Literally the other day, Nana, I looked at you. I was like, is that my shirt? And you're like, oh, my God, shut up. Never, 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 no. I was like, yeah, that's my shirt. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's yes. It's the yes. defensive tone. Anyway. Okay, booze. I'm being serious now. You need to email us any personal ghost stories, or if you know someone that has their own personal ghost stories and hauntings, whatever, please, for the love of God, email us. Email us, so we're gonna send that raggedy ass, saggy titty witch on you. <laughs> <laughs> For real, <laughs> that long uh, leg, skinny, long titty, no long, nipple having no, ass, witch, long titty ass, no bra, witch, <laughs> witch. Jason <laughs> cats. Yes. Also, don't forget. <laughs> sorry, don't forget to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and Spotify. Us... I don't think they have that on Spotify. Not really. Well, yeah. they should. Um, <laughs> and then also, if you would like to hear something like a certain theme, feel free to email us or better yet, message us on our Instagram or Facebook. Slide in our DMs, please. Yeah. We like it. We like when you slide in the DMs, okay? It goes yes. down in the DM. It goes down. down. Okay. Tell your friends and family about us. 
anyone that is into the paranormal. Yeah, even if you don't have a personal story, but you know someone that does, get that story if they don't want to email us. And you email us, please. Thanks. <laughs> Our true boo, you will email us. Yeah. Or DM, DM us. And if you'd like, you get a shout out. Okay. Like Moises. Moises. Moises is the man, dude. He up. just keeps sending yeah. us stories. Love yeah, because he's a true Love boo. you. You're the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's right. our number one boo right now. Yeah. He gets free merch when we come out with merch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our Instagram is Haunted Hermanas Podcast. Email is Haunted Hermanas Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget Facebook. Our Facebook group is Haunted Hermanas Podcast. Um, don't forget our TikTok either. It's, um, I think it's Haunted Hermanas. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I can't remember correctly. I haven't even even logged on to, to TikTok. You yet, don't know. So. You don't Hello. even know how to use TikTok. Okay. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We appreciate we appreciate all you boos out there. Please join <laughs> us for next week's episode too. Adios. Y bye. Y bye. Adios. Adios.